0: This is Machine Language, the podcast hosted by Manufacturing Automation magazine. You've tuned in to hear conversations with industry experts on the latest industrial automation technologies and trends in Canada's manufacturing sector.
1: Hello and welcome to this episode of Machine Language. I'm your host, Sukanya Regosh, editor of Manufacturing Automation magazine. The Canadian manufacturing industry is facing unprecedented challenges. IIoT Solutions can prove to be of great help in speeding up the recovery process and equipping manufacturers with the tools to grow further. Bassem Zarkut from the Industry IoT Consortium joins us for this episode to discuss how IIoT Solutions can help Canadian manufacturers stay competitive even in trying times. Bassem Zarkut is the chair of the Digital Transformation Working Group at the Industry IoT Consortium. He's an Ottawa-based technology executive with 30 plus years of experience in technology organizations in Canada, US and Europe, including eight years in executive C-suite positions, mainly as chief technology officer. Basim is the founder of IGN Power, an IoT and AI strategy consulting practice. He has authored and contributed to multiple peer-reviewed papers and frameworks covering digital transformation, industrial AI, trustworthiness, data protection, and IoT security. In this episode, Basim talks about the impact of the pandemic, IoT solutions available to manufacturers, adding to the bottom line and staying ahead of the curve. But before we listen to the conversation, a word from this episode's sponsor Misumi. Get connected with Misumi electrical and mechanical components. You can discover hard-to-find, cost-effective and high-quality components that are used across a wide variety of industries including automotive, food and beverage, medical, warehouse packaging and more discover everything you need for your machinery to gear up for your next project by visiting misumiusa.com and now let's listen to my conversation with basam zarkul hello basam welcome to this episode of machine language
0: hi sukanya good morning good afternoon everybody
1: so today we will be discussing why iot solutions for manufacturers can be especially helpful in recovering from the pandemic but you know before we go into an in-depth discussion on this topic i would like to ask what does the industry iot consortium do
0: Yeah, uh, the IIC or industry IoT consortium is a Boston based consortium of um, IoT technology providers and practitioners, it is a global consortium with member organizations from the US, Canada, Germany, Japan, Korea, etc, Chinese. And um, it's focused on, um, uh, it's not so much focused on standards, but focused on um, uh, defining solutions and accelerating the adoption of IoT solutions in industry in general and in manufacturing in particular.
1: And what is your role at Industry IoT Consortium?
0: Within the IIC, uh, I am a um, well. I'm an independent consultant. Uh, IGN Power is my company. I focus on IoT strategies and AI strategies for enterprises. Uh, I'm Ottawa based as well. Uh, at the IIC, I chair the digital transformation working group. Uh, And I was also the chief editor of the industrial AI framework. I'm also active in security and trustworthiness and digital twins uh, subject as well.
1: You know, the Canadian manufacturing industry has just been through the onslaught of a global pandemic. And currently, the demand for goods is increasing and an ongoing worker shortage is making it difficult to keep up. So what are your thoughts on this?
0: Well, uh, obviously, the impact has uh, affected uh, everybody, all manufacturers alike. Uh, There are problems with the supply chains. There are problems with demand prediction. Uh, Demand is fluctuating up and down. So on the supply chain side, organizations are uh, looking uh, closely at implementing technologies to um, optimize the supply chain. Uh, They say in supply chains, three things uh, flow, um, goods, uh, money, and data, and data is the most uh, difficult part. So uh, organizations are implementing solutions like this. I saw a presentation by the Port of Montreal uh, of a supply chain um, optimization and management solution, a very interesting solution. For the manufacturers themselves, um, they are on the receiving end of the supply chain uh, problem. So they need to be integrated with the supply chain infrastructure that's being implemented um, uh, globally. And um, uh, on the demand prediction, they need to apply um, analytics and AI to uh, predict demand and plan accordingly. Uh, They need to implement technologies to help help them um, scale down and deal with elastic demand um, so that they can uh, uh, operate profitably at uh, low capacity as well as at high capacity and once once they deal with these let's call them tactical issues they need to look at a a more strategic perspective which is digital transformation because they need to have a multi-year horizon and understand the the, uh, pressures in the market and uh, uh, digitize and digitalize and transform their uh, factory operations to to deal with that future fluctuation
1: and given the current context how can IIoT solutions help manufacturers speed up their recovery journey?
0: Well, uh, I mean, IIoT solutions will help in the recovery process by giving giving manufacturer a better um, vision uh, into their operation. Uh, so that they can track the condition of their equipment. They can do predictive maintenance. They can um, eliminate what uh, McKinsey calls headwinds in their operation. So so IoT solution, along with other types of technologies, such as digital twins, artificial intelligence, and, and blockchain can help uh, organizations um, deal better with the with the pandemic. Obviously, the um, every manufacturer has a unique uh, situation, and they need to uh, select the solutions uh, based on um, their needs and requirements.
1: What are the different IoT solutions available to manufacturers today?
0: The the typical solutions are. Um, they, quality inspection for produced goods. So uh, you want to be able to uh, inspect and monitor the quality of the produced goods. For, For example, Toshiba has a steel manufacturing inspection solution that Captures images of produced steel and sends it back to Toshiba for analysis with AI and grade the steel that's being produced. So a quality inspection of produced goods is very important. The other is implement solutions for predictive and um, preventive maintenance. Uh, unplanned shutdowns are perhaps uh, the most expensive and the most damaging to the financial health of an organization. So. Uh, So organizations need to implement uh, predictive and preventive maintenance solutions Uh, demand prediction, you need to have a a good idea about upcoming demand in the marketplace and adjust your supply chain and adjust your production capacity to deal with this uh, fluctuation. And real asset uh, condition monitoring systems, you need to have um, uh, monitoring of your uh, core pieces of equipment. Again, that becomes part of the uh, predictive maintenance. Uh, We talked about supply chain, uh, production line optimization. There are techniques now, automation tools, um, IOT capabilities that can help automate the uh, production capacity. And all of this will also contribute to the uh, reduction in um, uh, change over time, the line change over time as well. I mean, the list is much longer, but these are typical uh, examples.
1: In an era of connected factories, how do the IIoT solutions help contribute to the bottom line for manufacturers?
0: Well, uh, all, all of these uh, solutions will will lead to significant benefits to the bottom line um, of the organization by um, implementing technologies that allow you to address the headwinds, as McKinsey calls them, by reducing uh, unplanned shutdowns, by optimizing uh, production, by increasing safety, improving safety, by um, adapting to uh, rising demand and, and uh, lowering demands, and so on and so forth. All of these solutions will uh, directly benefit the bottom line of the organization and will have indirect benefits as well. Improving safety has an indirect benefit as well.
1: There are so many uh, things that you mentioned, I would like to go through like each of these solutions, uh, a little by little, Uh, beginning with, you know, with rising demand that is keeping manufacturers so busy today, how essential is it to optimize workflows in this situation?
0: by workflow you, you you're referring to the core processes in the organization right. obviously uh optimizing uh the uh core workflows that are key to the bottom line of the organization are is important and we we call this digitalization essentially manufacturing is still heavily um undigitized there is a lot of uh uh Paper based um, uh, content that has to flow through the production line. So, one of the steps is to digitize that content and integrate it into the core process. And once you've done that, you can look at optimizing the core process. um, And we call that digitalization. And once you've done that, Uh, you can go and integrate multiple core processes together. So this this acts as a building block. Eventually, you become a, a digital factory.
1: You know, training is an essential aspect of keeping the manufacturing workforce up to date on all the advanced technologies available today. So, do IoT solutions help in reducing the training time for new operators? What are your thoughts on this?
0: Yeah, I mean, we should not only look at training as training on technology, because if you are transforming the uh, the factory into a digital factory and ultimately into a smart factory, there is training required at multiple levels. How to cooperate and work closely with automate autonomous robots for example that requires training how to um, uh, how to train your for- workforce and upskill them to deal with the changed and optimized production environments so this is not only about training on particular technology it, it touches on on a, a general strategy for upskilling the workforce and dealing with the higher level of automation that is going to be implemented, and how you can take best advantage of that.
1: With predictive maintenance, that is something that you uh, previously mentioned. Predictive maintenance on equipment is so crucial in cutting down repair costs. You know, which if left for later, can be very very expensive how do iot solutions help
0: well iot solutions uh, will allow you to have a, a a more connected view of the condition of the equipment because through sensors you are capturing operational data about that piece of equipment such as Uh, temperature, speed, uh, vibration level, and so on and so forth. And all of this data, if analyzed and compared with uh, steady state uh, data or uh, data um, that corresponds to a healthy piece of equipment, you can derive from that uh, indications about um, uh, future issues, and you can schedule maintenance during the scheduled maintenance uh, windows. Um, so this this is a very important application in manufacturing, and it's a no-brainer.
1: And when it comes to real-time asset monitoring, it happens to be another tool that is available to the manufacturers. How does it help them?
0: Again, the real uh, the real-time asset monitoring. You're monitoring the operational conditions of the equipment you're monitoring, uh, tracking the location of the equipment, because that equipment may be mobile, may move. It may be a tool that is uh, misplaced somewhere within the factory. Uh, There are factories that are equipping every tool, every major tool uh, in the hands of the worker with sensors, even screwdrivers, for example. So all all of this will, will help you have a much better view of, um, of the condition of your equipment, especially if you combine uh, the IOT implementation with a digital twin implementation and the digital twin will allow you to almost simulate and visualize in a digital uh, in a digital way um, uh, the operation of your factory and you can visualize things and anticipate things in a much better way.
1: The entire connected factory, digital factory, helps optimize the processes. We have been discussing this uh, throughout our conversation so far. So how does it help in reducing manufacturing line change over time? And what is the significance of doing this?
0: Yeah, obviously, uh, uh, it's important to reduce the line Uh, change over time in a factory factory production line. And uh, efforts to digitize and digitalize the process go to a long way towards uh, being able to very quickly reconfigure the production line for a new batch uh, based on new configuration requirements. So digitization and digitalization is 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 critical here, uh, ultimately, uh, if if you uh, digitalize all your core processes, you're going to have a digital factory. And if you include AI and analytics throughout the production and operation of the factory, you end up with a smart digital factory so um, that's a by pro- the, the, the fast line change over times will be byproducts of this.
1: For manufacturers thinking about embarking on their digital transformation journey, where do you think they should begin?
0: Well, first of all, digital transformation is not about implementing a piece of technology. The the starting point is you need to assess your requirements and situation and, and understand why you need to transform, what needs to be transformed, and why do I need to transform now? What's the level of urgency? Who are the stakeholders? And what's the, what are the requirements for ROI? And what are the requirements for the outcomes? So there is an assessment that you need to go through to understand all of these. There has to be also an executive sponsor who will own and mandate and drive the transformation uh, requirements. And there has to be, a a program set up led by a a senior person who will receive instructions from the executive sponsor and will execute the the project. Underlying all of this is a need to clearly understand the IT-OT divide. And uh, when you have IoT systems, you have now a new situation that maybe organizations have not faced before, is that you have technology now on the operational side and you have technology on the business side and those need to converge and integrate and talk to each other so that's the assessment once uh, you have clarity about that you go into the definition of the business strategy and think big start small etc the typical aspects of business strategy and then after that you start assessing technologies and defining the context and what technologies, uh, IoT, AI, digital twins, et cetera. And all of that leads to the definition of the program for digital transformation, and then the journey can start. This doesn't have to take a lot of time, but it's important to have clarity about all these things before you uh, start working.
1: Manufacturers, often face obstacles when they begin their digital transformation journey. What are the common obstacles they should expect and how should they tackle them?
0: The the obstacles, again, McKinsey calls them headwinds. Um, um, You have organizational headwinds, you have cultural headwinds, Uh, Organizational uh, in terms of workforce preparedness, you may not have that. Uh, The organization itself uh, may not be structured to take advantage of the transformation. The culture, the differences in culture between IT and OT is important to address. Uh, You have the cost and the ROI headwinds. These projects need to have clear ROI uh, guidelines um you have also the headwinds related to brownfield uh, situation more in most cases you have brownfield implementations and you need to make sure that you understand um uh, the, the the difficulties of dealing with brownfield systems um in uh, in a transformation context and you have to define success What does success look like and how do I measure it? How do I track it? What are the KPIs and so on and so forth?
1: How does IIC uh, help manufacturers in this whole journey, in this whole uh, scenario that we have been discussing so far?
0: Yeah, so in the Digital Transformation Working Group, we are working on a digital transformation framework. Uh, And that framework acts as a a Google Maps that uh, describes the lay of the land for an organization who is thinking about uh, uh, undergoing digital transformation in an industrial context. It doesn't necessarily give you a specific roadmap because every manufacturer is going to be different, but it highlights Uh, The important issues and considerations and how to deal with them and points to other documents within the IIC community and beyond uh, about how how to use that so, uh, so that is one area, we also have another line of activity, we call them digital transformation enablers, and these are focused more. Uh, downstream of the digital transformation framework. They uh, take a particular technology and uh, dive a little bit deeper into the issues involved in implementing them in an industrial context and how this technology can help enable digital transformation. These are some of the examples. There are also detailed uh, frameworks about specific technologies, artificial intelligence, uh, digital twins, and so on and so forth. And uh, you, you also need, there are many consultants within the IIC community who can help uh, manufacturers uh, with this uh, very rich uh, library of content and expertise.
1: When you think about digital transformation, cybersecurity is an aspect that has to be considered. It is a crucial part of this whole conversation. So, what are your thoughts on this?
0: Well, it's amazing that we haven't mentioned cybersecurity yet because it's a very critical uh, uh, requirement. Obviously, with ransomware attacks and so on, um, that can uh, impact and uh, create significant damage within the organization, within a manufacturing organization. uh, The issue of security is very high. Um, It's an active subject in the IIC. And um, we, 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 we take a holistic view at security as part of a wider concept that we call trustworthiness. And in trustworthiness, we include on the IT side, security and privacy and on the operational technology side we include safety reliability and resilience and we try to understand the relationship between these characteristics because you cannot simply think of security and only security you have to think about security within the context of safety reliability and resilience so for example the security team cannot uh, stop production because they want to apply a security patch on the systems um it, it's not their decision then they they will not be allowed to do that because it can it can impact safety so um the and i'll give an example the uh, colonial pipeline um, uh, attack that took place um, closing in on a year now where Um, There was a a, a ransom attack on on the business side, on the IT side of Colonial Pipeline. It was not a very significant attack. But the CIO reached out to his counterpart on the OT side, and they were worried that this may have been a decoy, that the real attack was in reality on the operational technology side, and that would have had very, very significant impact. So they disconnected the two environments because they were collecting operation uh, production data and uh, for billing purposes they disconnected the two environments just to do a general inspection of the two environments and that was that disconnection disconnect was enough to cause long lineups at the gas stations in Florida so this highlighted uh, the need for Uh, industries to uh, pay very close attention to cybersecurity. In fact, the um, White House in the United States issued an executive order a few days later uh, mandating how industries in uh, that are critical to uh, national interest should should behave and should uh, there are notifications there are all kinds of requirements that are imposed on these industries simply because of that cyber uh, cyber uh, risk Uh, another point that is very um, uh, related to the news we hear today about ukraine is that There is a discussion now in in the insurance space, whether a cyber attack that on an infrastructure is an act of war, because according to US military doctrine, it is an act of war. And if it is an act of war, should insurance companies pay? Or is it covered by the act of war clauses in the insurance contract? Now think of this at, On the scale of a manufacturing facility where you have very significant capital uh, intensive equipment at stake. So these are not trivial matters and they need to be addressed very, very carefully.
1: Is scalability an important factor to consider for manufacturers when they are implementing IIoT solutions?
0: Uh, the scale, scalability is part of a wider uh, context of architecture. Uh, scalability obviously is important. Um, funnily enough, uh, with the exception of video feed in in, in IoT environments, IoT uh, doesn't necessarily involve a huge amount of data, but increasingly because more and more audio and video content is part of the IoT data set, then the the volumes are increasing, but you also have other things you have latency latency is much more critical in IoT than it is in IT. It is measured in milliseconds uh, and not in seconds and minutes and days. Uh, Temporal correlation is very important because you may want to be capturing data from multiple sensors and the sequence of capturing this data. And when you capture this data is important. Uh, you need to uh, decide where you uh, do your analytics and AI. You can do them at the edge, you can do them in the cloud, you can do them in your data center. And all of these carry different weights in terms of performance, in terms of cost, in terms of latency and so on. So it is not only about um, about uh, scalability per se, although scalability obviously is, is very important. And, and one, one more point is that we should not try to reinvent uh, IT best practices for IoT. We should adapt. We should start with IT best practices, which are well-established, and see uh, how they can be applied to the IoT space. So this is not completely to be reinvented.
1: You were just talking about data and it is widely acknowledged now that data is one of the most powerful assets that a manufacturer can have today. How should they connect their requirement for data, the data that they need the most, to the IoT solutions that they are implementing or planning to implement down the line?
0: You you need to take the position, first of all, that this is not about systems and and infrastructure only. Data is the most critical piece in all of this. And you need to understand what data are you dealing with in your IoT infrastructure? Well, you have supply chain data, you have production data, you have equipment configuration data, you have equipment condition data, and you have parts, Data, the parts that are being used to build the products that you have, So you have data about them. So you need to understand the scope of data that you have and deal with with their requirements from traceability, provenance, uh, scale, etc., etc., etc. So there has to be a, a data architecture uh, design for for the overall factory. And, and a clear understanding of these different types of data in terms of volume qualitative quantitative uh, and and the flow, and again when you look when you look at data, you need to look at data in motion data at rest and data in use
1: v. We- Throughout the course of this conversation, we have touched on all, almost all the aspects of IoT solutions that I could think of, certainly. But is there anything that I missed out on? Is there anything that you would like to add?
0: Yeah, I mean, IoT is, 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 is not a novelty anymore. More and more organizations uh, are realizing that they have even non-manufacturers are realizing that they have more and more IOT systems within their infrastructure and they need to deal with them. You know, Insurance companies have IOT systems, uh, banks have IOT systems. So uh, there's no magic about IOT. It's, it's a new uh, animal uh, that needs to be dealt with, understood. Uh, there are cultural differences uh, that need to be uh, addressed as well. And um, it's um, it's IoT is part of a wider range of several technologies that uh, are uh, finding their place in organizations: uh, digital twins, artificial intelligence, um, blockchain, and so on and so forth. All of these technologies, in addition to IoT, uh, are are becoming very critical to manufacturing as well as other types of organizations
1: it was an absolute pleasure having you with us here for this machine language podcast basim uh, what an insightful conversation so many takeaways from this thank you so much for joining
0: us thank you sukanya and thank you everybody
1: thank you once again for joining us for this episode of machine language if you enjoyed this conversation be sure to subscribe to the podcast This podcast was brought to you by Misumi, your one-stop shop for electrical and mechanical components. Configure your components at misumiusa.com.